Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now a clear sky and 35 degrees. A three-month-old boy has died and two women have been critically injured as a result of a shooting in southeast Wichita Monday night. In the 2500 block of South Oliver, officers found three shooting victims, two 24-year-old women and a three-month-old boy. They were taken to a local hospital in critical condition. The boy later died. Police Chief Joe Sullivan says someone walked up to the house and started shooting. Once again, somebody wanted a permanent solution to what I'm sure is a temporary problem. I guarantee you this will all be over something stupid. Sullivan says someone will be apprehended. Former South Carolina governor and presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is ramping up campaign efforts ahead of the state's primary this week. Fox's Alexandria Hoff is in Greer, South Carolina. Nikki Haley's uphill battle is no less steep in her home state. It's a great day in South Carolina. The former governor is hoping for at least a competitive showing in Saturday's Republican primary. The latest Citadel poll out of South Carolina shows Haley 33 percentage points behind former President Trump. That's despite receiving nearly $10 million more in political ad support, according to tracking firm Ad Impact. Haley has been highly critical of Trump's take on foreign policy, as well as his ability to beat President Biden in the general election, given his calendar of court dates. At a rally in Michigan Saturday, Trump's focus was largely on condemning the legal cases against him, only briefly mentioning South Carolina and Haley. Former President Trump expected to arrive in South Carolina today. A man is dead after being hit by a police department patrol car Saturday evening in South Wichita. According to the Kansas Highway Patrol, investigators say 51-year-old Jeffrey Moss was crossing the street when he was struck by a patrol car and died of his injuries. They're still gathering video evidence and talking with neighbors. Once all of the information is gathered, the KHP will present the case to the Sedgwick County District Attorney's Office, which will then review it. Officials caution that the process may take up to six months in order to release an investigation report. Dan O'Neill KNSS News. Today is the final day to register to vote in next month's Kansas presidential preference primary. It's also the deadline to apply for an advance ballot or to change your party affiliation. However, Sedgwick County Election Commissioner Laura Rainwater says 
Some voters can still change their affiliation on Election Day. Only the Democrats and the Republicans that will be voting in this election. Now, if you're unaffiliated, you can declare a party on Election Day and receive that party's ballot. If you're a registered libertarian or part of the No Labels Party, you will not be able to vote in this election unless you switch parties by today's deadline or the March 19th election. President Biden says it's shocking that House Republicans won't pass more military aid for Ukraine. The president says Republicans are walking away from the threat of Russia and walking away from NATO. They're making a big mistake not responding. President Biden told reporters near Marine One he's happy to speak with House Speaker Mike Johnson about the issue. If he has anything to say, a Senate-passed bill approved more than $60 billion in weapons and equipment for Ukraine, but has stalled in the House where Republicans are pushing for tougher border and immigration provisions. Congress is not scheduled to return to session until February 28th, just ahead of a March 1st deadline to prevent a partial government shutdown. Jared Halpern, Fox News. U.S. Senator Dr. Roger Marshall agrees with his fellow Republicans when it comes to funding for Ukraine that the U.S. needs to spend money on securing the southern border first. For 70 years, we've led the charge over there. Uh, again, I just keep coming back to let's secure our own border. Let's take care of our own home first. Uh, we've helped them to the tune of $113 billion. Uh, we need the folks in Europe to step up and do their job as well. Marshall commented during the Steve and Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Winter is more than... Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS, 6.08 now, eight minutes past six o'clock. And we've dropped a couple of degrees. We're down to 31 right now. The KBI and the Lansing Police Department are investigating the discovery of human remains. Investigators say Sunday afternoon people walking along a creek bed in the 900 block of North Main in Lansing made the discovery. An autopsy has been scheduled. Anyone with information about this case is should call the KBI at 1-800-KS-CRIME. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is cautioning his staff on the dangers of misgendering. The National Review is reporting that the U.S. State Department put out new guidelines to its employees around the world on how to deal with gender identity, and it is lockstep with left-wing ideology. The Review got a copy of the cable from Secretary of State Antony Blinken, dated February 5th. In it, he says, among the words and phrases to avoid as problematic, manpower. You guys, ladies and gentlemen, mother, father, son, daughter, husband, wife. Instead, he suggests using the terms labor force, everyone, folks, you all, parent, child, spouse, partner. Fox's Dan Springer reporting. A judge in central Pennsylvania could soon end up in jail. Suspended Judge Sonia McKnight is charged in Dauphin County with attempted murder and aggravated assault. Her ex-boyfriend Michael McCoy told police earlier this month he awoke to massive head pain and was unable to see and that the gunshot wound to his right temple was not self-inflicted. Police say McKnight had gunshot residue on her hands after the shooting, but her lawyer insists McKnight is innocent. McCoy says he tried to get McKnight to move out of their home after he ended their one-year relationship, but she refused. McKnight was suspended without pay in November for misconduct, stemming from a traffic stop involving her son. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Business owners in Washington state are getting fed up with rising crime. 
Fox's Dan Springer explains. According to the uh, Seattle police crime data, overall crime is down 9% with property crime down 10% this year. But don't tell that to the business owners in the Ballard area of the city who have been hit over and over again. A barbershop and retail outlet has had four break-ins the last two years. Thieves just keep smashing their way through windows and loading up garbage bins full of merchandise. And down the block, a jewelry store has been cleaned out seven times in the last two and a half years. The owner has taken a sleeping in the back so she can quickly call police to get a quick response. Now look at the forecast. Uh, it's KNSS News time, by the way. 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. And right now, traffic, things are well, looking pretty good. Not really seeing uh, too much in the way of uh, slowdowns, issues, problems. Traffic conditions are pretty good. Now, with the temperatures dropping a little bit, I suppose you could see some slick spots out there, but uh, traffic conditions just looking fairly good at the moment. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We have a clear sky across all of south-central Kansas, and it looks like another incredible day for this time of year. Following a cool start to the morning, sunny and breezy with a high 69. Partly cloudy tonight, tello 43, then warmer on Wednesday with a high 71. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. Now partly cloudy, calm, 31 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 6.12 now, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock on this Tuesday morning, February 20th. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. A sunny day across central Kansas Monday, nice day. Wichita's high temperature, 56 degrees, normal high, 50. On this date in 1953, a snowstorm that walloped Nebraska, South Dakota, Iowa, and Minnesota produced drifts as high as 10 feet that derailed trains. <laughs> that was in 1953 on this date. And on this date in 1962, astronaut John Glenn became the first American to orbit the Earth as he flew aboard Project Mercury's Friendship 7 spacecraft, which circled the globe three times in a flight lasting four hours, 55 minutes, and 23 seconds before splashing down safely in the Atlantic Ocean, 800 miles southeast of Bermuda. We were running behind in the space race, and we finally got a human up and set him around. The original... And got him back. Yeah, the, yeah. The original astronauts, as I understand it, were test pilots who did not like the idea of strapping themselves into a capsule and basically with no control of it just mm -hmm. be flown around space. They didn't. The initially, they had no control. And that bugged them. I don't blame them. But anyway, there it is, 1962. We're getting into the space race. John Glenn became a national hero. Mm -hmm. A Florida sheriff's deputy says he was just doing his job when he quickly came to the aid of a mom and her toddler and infant children in a car crash. It's a heck of a story. He performed chest compressions on that infant until the baby resumed breathing. Charlotte County, Florida deputies, Sergeant Dave Musgrove's heroics the night of February 8th were captured on body camera footage. Deputy was traveling at a, on a state highway near Englewood when a motorcycle passed him at an estimated 100 miles per hour and crashed into the vehicle. The motorcyclist was killed and wedged on top of the infant who was in a car seat. With the help of the other drivers, Musgrove moved the cyclist, and he cut a seat belt to remove the car seat. The baby, at that point, was not breathing. In the body camera footage, her mother asks frantically whether she's alive. Musgrove performs chest compressions until the baby resumes breathing. Oh, man. 
So obviously this motorcyclist came through the back window at 100 miles an hour and landed on top of this poor kid, and the kid was not breathing. That's quite a story. They could have given up on on that on that child. Say, well, she's underneath there, and she's not breathing. But they did. They got her out, and then he saved her. That's a great story. Good story. I've been through the process of practicing to do chest compressions on an adult. I can't imagine doing it babies. on a baby. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times when you do that, if you're – if you're strong enough and you're really getting after a lot of times, you can break a couple of ribs doing that on somebody very easily. I, I, I was, actually, he knew what he was doing. And obviously, yeah. Lifesaver. Right. All right. We've got uh, uh, the story about uh, this is out of Seattle. Authorities say a woman suffered injuries to her face and neck after a cougar leapt out and latched onto her while she was cycling with a group on a trail in Washington State. Gosh. It's on a bicycle. Yeesh. This happened uh, Saturday on a trail northeast of Falls City, a community about 25 miles east of Seattle. Friends of the woman were able to pin down the animal under a bike until police arrived. And it was shot and killed. A live cougar being pinned under a bike. I'm not sure. How'd they do that? uh, Yeah, that's even hard to fathom. I'm sure that animal did not want to be pinned down. You wouldn't think so. And, you know, if you've had, (laughs) if you've ever had tried to put a, a house cat into a pet cage or a pet carrier. <laughs> That's not easy. That would take about 12 people. So anyway, the story has a happy ending. The woman did not get killed and survived. And I guess she will, she will be on the motorcycle again sometime. All right. Uh, make your plans now. Coming up, we've got uh, the 49th annual Blarney Breakfast. Now, we're almost we're just a little less than a month away. We're at March 15th at Old Chicago, where they've been for several years. Mm-hmm. It lasts from 6 to 9.30 a.m., uh, but you got to get tickets on online at rainbowsunited.org. And the tickets, uh, you've got to have tickets by March 8th. Yeah, a week before the event. Yeah, so just you may make a note of that. Or if you're sitting in front of the computer, now's a good time to do it. Rainbowsunited.org. Blarney Breakfast, 49th annual. I've been to a few of them. Yeah, circle your calendar. Uh, March 15th at Old Chicago. 617, now Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And it's time for leadoff sports with Ted Woodward. Ted. Yeah, we had college men's basketball action last night on ESPN Big Monday. K-State on the road at Texas. Neither team was putting up great offense last night, and Texas had a little more at home. Beat the Wildcats 62-56, a game you heard over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. 11,000 fans at the game in Austin. Last regular season meeting between these two. Of course, the Longhorns are leaving the Big 12 and joining the SEC. Been a rough go of late for K-State. Uh, the Wildcats have lost seven of their last eight, including three in a row. K-State only shoots 36% from the field, 14 missed three-pointers, 13 turnovers. Wildcats remain in 11th place in the Big 12 standings. News out of the NBA and former KU star Jacques Vaughn, the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, let go. 49-year-old is been fired as head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets right now are... Struggling a little bit. They are 21-33 and 33 on the season. They're in 11th place in the Eastern Conference. Last season, they went to the playoffs under Coach Bond. They're only 8-18 eight and 18 since Christmas Eve. Not playing well the last couple of months. Uh, in fact, their last game was a 50-point loss to the top team in the league, the Boston Celtics. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Something's wrong yeah. here. Uh, Jacques Vaughn has been with the Nets organization for eight years. He leaves with a winning record as head coach overall, but... They've been struggling of late, and they're making a change. 
former Jayhawk Jacques Vaughn let go by the Nets as their head coach. College baseball action yesterday on the west side of town. Friends University at Westside Athletic Field with a 4-2 win over Tabor. Friends baseball team is now 10-3 and on the season. All those games played on at home on the west side. Friends got another win yesterday. Let's go to the National Hockey League last night. The Edmonton Oilers win on the road in Phoenix. Beat the Arizona Coyotes 6-3 starting in goal for Edmonton. Former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner. He had 22 saves. And on defense for Edmonton, another former Thunder player, Vincent Descharnay, had one assist on the night. Back-to-back wins for the Edmonton Oilers. They're in third place in the Pacific Division. A couple of former Wichita Thunder players helping them to that victory last night. Edmonton gets another one. At Sports with Stephen Ted, brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Proud to serve veterans, served our nation. Located in northeast Wichita, Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Can't sleep? Ever heard of sleep pressure? Sleep pressure. Sleep pressure. That's coming up, Dr. Sanjay Gupta with Stephen Head of the Morning on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. 31 degrees here on this Tuesday morning, 20th day of February. The West Coast is seeing another round of heavy rainfall and snow this week. The National Weather Service says more than 37 million people in California are facing heavy rain, snow, and strong winds through Wednesday. The state already saturated from a series of atmospheric river storms bringing mudslides and historic rainfall to Los Angeles. L.A. Mayor Karen Bass says the city worked to repair more than 4,000 potholes, reinforce hills at risk of mudslides, and prevent power outages by making repairs to underground equipment. California Governor Gavin Newsom activating the State Operations Center and President Biden approving disaster relief for regions in California that were severely impacted by January's severe storms. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. The Kansas Department of Corrections says an inmate has died at the Lansing Correctional Facility. 28-year-old Caden Varland Hazelton was pronounced dead by hospital staff on Saturday. The cause of death is pending the results of an autopsy. Because the death took place while in custody, the KBI is handling the investigation. Varlin Hazelton was serving an 84-month sentence for several convictions of drug possessions and one count of battery out of Sedgwick County. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. At today's meeting, the Wichita City Council will consider a rebate program for those who switch from gasoline to electric power for lawn and gardening equipment. Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News. If you've ever thought about an uh, electric or battery-powered lawnmower, this is your time to go ahead and buy it uh, because this is a lawn care rebate that we have. And this year, it's up to $100 in rebates um, for a customer, or which in previous years, it was $50. Wu commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Steve and Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. A Narcan vending machine will soon be available in Wichita. The machine will be filled with the opioid reversal medication called Narcan and will be placed at Second Chance Big Fish Bail Bond in the 700 block of North Broadway. A ribbon-cutting ceremony is scheduled for Thursday afternoon to dedicate the official launch. Anyone can access Narcan from the machine by entering their zip code. A college campus in Colorado was shaken by a shooting at a dorm 
And now police have made an announcement in the investigation. The Colorado Springs Police Department has arrested a suspect in the fatal shooting of two people at a dorm on the campus of the University of Colorado at Colorado Springs. This happened last Friday. Police say their investigation shows this was an isolated incident between people who knew each other. 24-year-old Samuel Knopp, a student at the school, and 26-year-old Celine Montgomery, who was not a student, both killed. The suspect has not yet been identified. The charges that person facing also not yet revealed. John Saucier, Fox News. Several suspects are facing charges, this over an alleged high-tech drug delivery scheme. Investigators in West Virginia say 11 suspects are accused of using drones to fly drugs into a federal prison in the southern part of the state. The McDowell Sheriff's Office reports they were tipped off about an increase in drone use in the county by officials at the medium security facility. They began making arrests from mid-December through earlier this month. One suspect was found dead last week after fleeing officers. Most of the accused remain jailed. Charges include intent to deliver a controlled substance, unlawfully operating a drone, and felony conspiracy. Tom Graham, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Mostly clear and cool here across south-central Kansas. It'll be sunny and breezy throughout much of today. Our high temperature 69. Tonight becomes partly cloudy. Our low between 40 and 45. Then sunshine and dry on Wednesday with a high 71, turning a bit cooler by Thursday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Partly cloudy, 31 degrees and a calm, no wind. At Virginia's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 632 here on this Tuesday morning. And Ted, it's just uh, spring-like weather is kind of unnerving. <laughs> just keeps going. Love it. It's nippy out this morning, but uh, you heard Dan high around 70 degrees this afternoon. Wow! I see. If this is a, this is something like Wichita's eighth warmest February ever. So. I don't doubt. Top it. ten. Yeah, uh, I don't miss the cold weather. On the other hand, uh, that's part of nature. It's supposed to be cold this time of day, this time of year. On this date in 1792, President George Washington signed an act creating the United States Post Office Department, and the stamps were selling for a lot less than they were now. 1792. Uh, President Washington. And yesterday, of course, speaking of presidents, yesterday was President's Day. Did you celebrate by going out and buying some furniture, Ted? Yes, I didn't. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know what else you do on President's Day. Just think about presidents and what it means to have a president and so forth, I guess. But, uh, yeah, yesterday was President's Day. A lot of people had a day off. And uh, good good for them. I think Shelly and I were driving around yesterday afternoon doing errands or something. And it seemed like the traffic was lighter, like... More people did not go to work yesterday. A lot of people didn't. Got a day off. Well, that's good. That's good. Officials have asked Massachusetts Governor Maura Healey to send in the National Guard to stop violence and address security concerns at a troubled high school in a city south of Boston. Apparently, there are not enough resource officers or police officers to keep this place in, in line. Four of the seven members of the Brockton School Committee backed the National Guard request amid teacher shortages and budget deficits. But city officials were not unanimous in their support. The uh, governor's office acknowledged the concerns about Brockton High School, where teachers reported fighting and drug use in the hallways and verbal abuse of staff. Well, welcome to the United States in 2024. What do they call it, the Blackboard Jungle, that movie that back in the 50s? It, yeah, you're right. I guess it was going on back then, it too. It was, but it sounds like this school, is, it's out of control. They don't need the National Guard. They need to 
I would think, some effective administration of some kind. Maybe not. Maybe they're just a bunch of thugs going to that school. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, so what stinks, Ted? Authorities in Cape Town, this is in South Africa, of course, they launched an investigation Monday after a foul stench swept over the South African city. City officials inspected sewage facilities for leaks. Uh-oh. And an environmental health team was activated before the source of the smell was discovered. A ship docked in the harbor carrying 19,000 live cattle from Brazil going to Iraq. An official in the mayor's office in charge of water and sanitation wrote on social media site X, formerly Twitter, that investigators had confirmed that the source of the sewage smell blanketing parts of the city was the cattle ship. Ew. He wrote that the ship was due to depart soon, likely the re- to the relief of the residents who had an unpleasant start to their working week. Ew. Well, it's not very, it wouldn't be hard to find this. this like, they make it out like this is a big deal. We had to go and find this source of the stench. I mean, if you're in the neighborhood, just, just follow your nose. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. There it is. That's what the problem That's is. common sense, right? Mm. I walked out my front door today, and it smelled like skunk. Yep. So somebody hit a skunk in our area. There, I've, Last uh, week, there was a skunk on the road outside our building here. Yeah. I think they must th- be out this time of year. This is that time of the year, and they get hit by cars and whatnot, and, and, uh, yeah. and they let off the stink. And, and, yeah, I noticed that, too. The stench of the skunk. Unmistakable. And, of course, I, I, as you know, I spent a few years living in, a few months, that is, living in Dodge City, Kansas, when I was a youth. And if the wind was out of the east anyway, I mean, oh. they, they, they're smart enough to build the, the stockyards on the east side of town. Yeah, that's another unmistakable smell. Knowing the prevailing Dodge and Yeah, the prevailing winds are going to be. Here it you know, comes. From south to Ooh. north. But boy, you'd get it every, we lived there about six months and about only just, I don't know, half dozen times in the evening, you'd get it. Mm-hmm. you get used to it. Think, oh, the cattle are out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can live with it. It's not very pleasant. All right, it's six thirty-six. Stephen Ted, coming up a, uh, about an hour from now, we'll talk with uh, Sedgwick County Election uh, Sedgwick County Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty. And one of the things we want to talk about is that apparently the county's looking at uh, moving their election office for the election department. Uh, that's centrally located right now downtown in the old courthouse building. Apparently, they have outgrown their facilities. And they want to move to a building at 37th and uh, 37th and Rock. Okay. I guess near where the old Renaissance Center headquarters used to be, there's a building for sale. And, you know, that's a great idea because that makes it just a little bit harder for me to go so go to their office. I will have to vote in my neighborhood. I'll just have to, to adjust to the new way. But uh, I like the way that the people who do business with the entire city like to go either way out east or way out west, as far as they can go. Hey, come on out. It's 50 miles. Come and see us. I don't like the idea. I was so convenient. I'd come get off work. and It's I'd convenient drive for you. Yes. It's not convenient that someone well, lives I, way I out east or west well, to, to heck with or them. south. <laughs> I'd come home. I could stop in there on the way home, do my voting, go on. That's all right. I've always they do have satellite locations now, you know. They do all over the town. Yeah, they've got a church. I think I'm at the Lutheran, about two blocks away. Right. So what are you complaining about? I'm just complaining. Okay. I don't have to have have a reason. That's true. You know what, Ted? I'm an American. I don't have to have any logic. I don't have any reason. That's true. I just want to whine and complain from now on. All right. (laughs) What's the heck? 
take a look at the commodities update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Back on Friday, the live cattle and feeder cattle futures shot to the upside and closed with large triple-digit gains. The April live cattle and March feeders made new highs for the current move to the upside. Now, last week, the five-area feed yard sold over 69,000 head of cattle in the cash market. Kansas sold almost 17,000 head at an average price of 179.86, down $1.96 from the previous week. Lean hog futures Friday traded mixed and closed positive. Now, on the close Friday, April live cattle, $1.95. Higher at 187.55. March feeders 392 higher at 251.02. And April lean hogs up 22 cents at 85.22. Now, Friday, several of the Chicago and Kansas City wheat futures, along with the corn futures, made new contract lows. Now, trading was thin pre holiday type volume on Friday. Now, managed money accounts are holding their second largest short position in the corn futures ever, while in the soybeans, they're holding their largest since May of 2019. Overnight, the wheat, corn, and soybeans have bounced to the upside. At the moment, March Kansas City wheat, four and three quarters higher at 572. March corn's up three and a half at 420. March soybeans, nine and a half cents higher at 1181 and three quarters. April crude oil trading $1 lower at 77.46. April gold, $14.10 higher at 2038.20. The March S&P, 13 points lower at 5,006 and three quarters. March dollar index, 20 cents lower at 103.98. And March Dow Jones futures, 108 points lower at 38,589. For commodity trading, egg marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, we used to- a few minutes ago, we were talking about the uh, terrible stench in Cape Town, South Africa, that they couldn't find until they found out there were 19,000 cattle on a ship in the harbor. <laughs> and they finally found it out. I thought, that's not very bright of them. I mean, you, you, you can't find 19,000 cattle? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> they should have just followed their nose. That's what I was saying. Same thing. It's a little <laughs> common sense. Maybe they did, and it just became a news story when they found the 19 thousand cattle on the boat but uh yeah that would create a you little know, bit you talk of, you talk about hauling cattle on a ship something we don't see anymore as far as i know there might still be some going on is hauling livestock by railroad that used to be real common years ago and it's something i don't even know if it exists now i don't even know if they've got livestock uh cars anymore yeah i know what those cars look like but uh i you're right i don't think i've seen that for a while why do you any idea why they stopped doing that uh was it cheaper to well, go by they the was, truck? Well, they was mainly connected to um, your places like Kansas City, St. Joe, Missouri, right. up in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, where they had their auctions at for cattle, and that's where they you know, took them to. And you go to you know any of your beef plants now, they don't have an unloading facility, I do not believe, for unloading live cattle anymore. Hmm. Okay. But our old stockyards did. Well, even here in Wichita. For sure. That's the reason we had a railroad here to bring the cattle up. That's from, one of the reasons. From, yes, from Texas, and they put them on a put them on a, the rail cars here in Dodge City and take them all on down to Chicago. There you go. Yeah, it's more economical than what the cattle drives were that took place before that. And of course, now we use semis. If you, I know you're not a great big movie fan, but if you ever get a chance to see the movie, I believe it's it's called uh, Cowboys or the Cowboys. It's got Jack Lemmon in it, mm-hmm. and Glenn Ford, and these guys are on a cattle drive. It's, it's a very, it's a very good movie about, about herding cattle. Of course, you had Lonesome Dove too. So there's a lot of good movies about that, 
And yeah, there's also a good movie. Red I River. can't think the name of it. John Wayne was in. And Red River. I think it was made two different times over time. Well, there's Red River, which they... they Red River, that's it, yes. wound up in Abilene, so there you go. Yes, that was a good movie. Yeah, you wouldn't think... And then there's old TV series, Rawhide. Well, you wouldn't think just herding cattle would be that good, but they've made a ton of movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, Great, great stuff. All right, thank you, sir. We will check with you tomorrow morning. 6.42 now, Steve, at 10 in the morning. And coming up, we've got Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Do I need a financial advisor? Well, Don will have the answer. All right. That's coming up, Steve, at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. 6.48 on a Tuesday morning. Three big things. Three. West Coast is again pounded by heavy rain and snow. Two. Nikki Haley and Donald Trump squaring off in South Carolina Republican primary. One. Three-month-old baby dead. Two women critically injured after a shooting in southeast Wichita. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Traffic conditions. Pretty good so far here in the Wichita area. Starting to see some heavier traffic out there. Uh, the traffic volumes do seem to be increasing. Just not really seeing anything slowing down just yet out there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got two locations, 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building, and Market and Waterman downtown. You can also see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. More spring-like weather. Sunny today with a high of 70 degrees. Yesterday's high, 56. Partly cloudy tonight. The overnight low, 42. For Wednesday, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 72 degrees. Now partly cloudy, calm, 31 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Stephen Ted on KNSS, one of the largest employers in Oakland, California, is now recommending employees avoid going out for lunch because of crime and safety. 
This is Fox on Justice. Crime in Oakland, California has gotten so bad, some of the city's largest employers are telling workers to eat lunch in the office and not to go outside because the streets are unsafe. Last year, robberies in Oakland were up 38 percent from 2022. Burglaries were up 23 percent and vehicle thefts up 44 percent. Ariel Crenshaw works at Kaiser Permanente. She was told to be careful. If you can work at home, work at home. If you have to come in, just be safe about it. Clorox has hired security guards to escort its staff. Bishop Bob Jackson is with the Oakland NAACP. He says Oakland is the worst he's seen it. When you see major companies closing their doors and malls shutting down and even Starbucks leaving the area, even Southwest Airlines have threatened to move their operation out of Oakland. They want to move out because of crime. And smaller businesses are struggling too, especially when corporate workers are told to stay indoors. There is a recall effort against Oakland Mayor Sheng Tao. Lauren Simonetti, Fox News. Wall Street closed yesterday for President's Day. We don't have any numbers for you today, but let's take a look at Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Do I need a financial advisor? Asks Don. <laughs> Good morning, Stephen. <laughs> Good morning, Ted. Don. Well, you know, with a segment title like Do I Need a Financial Advisor coming from yes. a financial planner and financial advisor, I'm sure you can anticipate what my conclusion's going to be. I'm just not going to pull any punches here. Well, in spite of my inherent biases, I believe that in most cases, investors can benefit from a financial advisor's knowledge. However, whether you could use their expertise depends upon several factors. Before you engage the services of an advisor, there are several things to consider. First of all, are my investments and finances in order? Do I have a clear financial picture that is easily accessible that I monitor regularly? Do I know where my money is invested and, and why it's invested as it fits my needs? Am I on track to maintain or improve my lifestyle in retirement? And am I p- a position to mitigate risk and taxes during my life and for my estate? Well, if you answered no to any of these questions, are you willing to do the work to turn them all into yeses? If no, you're the perfect candidate to work with a financial advisor. Financial advisors, particularly certified financial planning professionals, help you build a plan to follow to achieve your financial goals. For most Americans, the goal is a secure, well-funded future. Take a hard look at your financial situation. This means knowing your net worth, your household earnings, and spending. Set short and long-range financial goals, then go after them. If you feel comfortable educating yourself to develop a plan and to learn about how the capital markets can be utilized to grow your money, you probably don't need a financial advisor. One element that many investors overlook is risk. Market risk is inherent. Your financial situation will dictate how much risk you're going to need to take on to reach your goals. A good financial advisor can give you that direction. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267 Oh, All right, Don, President's Day yesterday. I know you were going to go home and do the, do the cabinets around the house. Did the cabinets show up? The cabinets arrived and got a little bit of them installed, and then I went out and took advantage of President's Day sales. Really? Got yeah. Sheets and a couple of beds? And, uh, no, no, I needed some appliances for the new kitchen, oh. and I've been watching them, and I've been watching the prices, and I thought, aha, this is the perfect this time. This is your day, man. Oh, yeah, I yeah. got huge. I mean, I mean, like, like. 15% off. Oh, wow. From the previous high prices. So good for you. 
Well, thank you. Don is a clever shopper. (laughs) Yeah. William Howard Taft will be proud. I'm a Scotsman, that's why. He uses his noodle before he goes out and spends all his ill-gotten gains. Yes. (laughs) All right. Today is National Leadership Day. To acknowledge the power of leadership, every year we recognize the impact that leaders make in people's lives as they seek to develop themselves and others. Good and bad leaders. Yeah. Yeah. What's the quality of a good leader? Quality of somebody who listens, somebody who's empathetic, and somebody who is without ego and and is able to assign uh, assign uh, praise where it's due, and somebody that can and unite well. people for a better can get them going the same better. get yeah. people Instead together. Of- Take I I think that you know I learned being on boards here is that, that there's a lot of people that have a lot of personalities, and if you just exploit the best of what they have to offer. Some people are good with numbers. Some people are good with giving money. Some people are better with working hard, you know, and if you can just let them do what they excel in, then that, I think that helps the the overall organization. Leaders that I've known and studied in history, the big leaders, they had the quality of, they, many of them had the ability to get right down there in the trenches with everybody and show that they could do it. Do that same that job. too, and they also listened. And I mean, listened you, you you were talking about Lincoln the other day, and how Lincoln on his on his 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 brain trust essentially was full of his opposition. Yep, you know is. people that he trusted that, that they were going to stick by their guns, and he would learn from them. Yep. A band of rivals there. Yeah. Well, all right, and a bad leader would be. <laughs> uh, I can name a few people, who, but I probably someone shouldn't. Someone who rules by force. A guy, a guy or person who says you too much. You, you, yeah. You. Who blames and is always a victim? Oh, I'm a victim of this, and <laughs> and they're out out for their own ego. You have trouble sometimes with a leader who leader who uh, will not say tell you exactly what's going on, especially within a company. Of course, companies are like that. Yeah, large companies are like that. Being, they want they you, not being you, transparent. Well, yeah. a lot of times, though, if I've been in meetings where I just nailed them and said, "What about this?" And they do have to come up with something. Yeah, <laughs> well, they'll lie. Yeah. Leaders, good and bad. <laughs> Leadership day. All right. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, we've got the 7 o'clock news coming up top of the hour this morning uh, with Steve and Ted. And uh, got a bad, bad story from southeast Wichita where an infant has been shot and killed. And Haley and uh, Trump squaring off in South Carolina for the Republican primary. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives Executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.